Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, 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 Marvel, 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 New Image, or Dark Horse. Hey everybody and welcome to an edition of the Geek Chat. I'm Desmond. And I'm Rich. And we're your hosts for this hour-long delve into comic book madness. Ah, it's not actually madness. It's just a lot more fun and cool and, and stuff because today it's a fantastic day to be a geek. Um, we just recorded. It is. It's an awesome time to be a geek. Are you kidding? Doctor Strange is out. We got comics to talk about. Sorry we missed you last week. I was at a wedding in Colorado. It's fantastic. Um, but we're going to have um, two episodes coming from the point five on Thursday. So the one for last week and the one for this week. So you're going to get two point fives plus this what, what we did um, right now. So what are we doing right now? now? Yes. What are we doing? We are doing uh, the Geek Chat. Live. Live. On MixLR. And Facebook. And Facebook. Yes. I, can you see? I'm excited to be back. I love you all. Yay. You Thanks. just throw your love. You're like, I love you. No, I actually, it's, it's, you. That, it's that dark chocolate I ate. It's like, Aah. Look out, Paul. He had some chocolate. So let's get to our announcements. This show will be posted on thegeekchat.com and SoundCloud Tuesdays by 1 p.m. Or depending on when Des gets around to it. What you were talking about, Facebook, was merged this week with our point five, um, and that will be going Thursdays uh, by one o'clock or whenever he gets around to it. Before one o'clock, and we're going to basically be be merging the two together. Uh, we're going to be trying to test out a few new things uh, in the next coming weeks because on December fifth, that will be our last show. Yep. We're taking if, a break. We're for- taking a break, just a winter break, and then we're going to be doing our winter our winter uh, mini series, like we did a summer mini series. Now we're going to do a winter mini series, and then we're coming back in January with a new revamped show. We're trying to do something a little bit different to appeal to to more people, to get more people interested and in, in like our stuff and 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 just to get uh, you know the message of the geek chat out so right. the way the way you can help is by letting people know your friends to check us out to like comics and tell them about us tell them to listen to our stuff send them to soundcloud and but the most important thing you can do is give them a comic book maybe not this particular comic book because but give them a comic book that you like get these people reading especially kids you got to hook them while they're young wow you gotta you gotta sink your teeth into them the comic book teeth. All right there, mister. I'm sorry. So, I'm really that's like... okay. Arr. He's in a mood. I'm in a happy mood. You I'm happy to be back mood. in front of you guys. Like, I missed you guys. I mean, the wedding was great, and the cake was good, um, but I, I missed you guys. I did. Don't look at me. No, it was it was awesome because it was it was a whole bunch of German food because it was pseudo-German-esque wedding, so there's a lot of, like, brats and stuff. It was amazing. Yummy. And we know how much you love your... Wieners. So moving right along, <laughs> I'm going to start with one of my picks this week, and I talk about it every week. It's issue 10, DC's Rebirth, Superman. And what are these now? What are these called? They have they actually have a name. That yes, we call them. in the name of the Father, Part One. No, we. What do we call them? These are our nuggets. Yay! We have these nugget reviews that we do, uh, <laughs> which are very short form, quick. You know, things that we think that you should take a look at. You know, and and that you should read because they're really good and they really speak to us. But we didn't give a time for a giant. That's right. You know, review so, like you normally do. 
Starting in January, DC is going to be starting all its rebirth trades. And the first four are Green Lantern, Green Arrow, Superman. Did I say Green Arrow? You said Green Green Arrow, Arrow, Green Lantern, Superman, and I don't remember the third or the fourth. But anyhow, probably when, Batman. When this, oh, maybe it is Batman. It's yeah. probably Batman. When this comes out in trade, it's always Batman. Buy it. I'm not joking. Buy this book. Take a chance on it. Uh, we're up to issue ten, and I have a feeling the reason why Super Sons has been delayed so long is because we needed this first. This is the meeting between all four. Damian Wayne takes down. He does this a lot. He takes down um, young John. Batman's like, what the hell are you doing? And then Superman comes and says, um, Bruce, what the hell is your kid doing? It's all about fathers and sons. The artwork, I love Patrick Gleason's artwork. It is so good. And this just is another reason why it's great that he's on this book. I think, Fantastic. I think Gleason and Tomasi are a great team, and they make this great. Just it's it's great. I cannot say anymore. It's going to be great. It's going to be huge and great. No sniffing. Speaking of which, get out and vote tomorrow. Get out and vote. Um, and one of my picks for this week is uh, well, it's last week's, but it's one that I really enjoyed, and it's uh, so it's Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme number one. It was uh, by let's see who it was by. Get to why you like it. It doesn't matter. It was by, oh, yeah. So, Robbie <laughs> Thomas and some other people. But anyway. And some other people attached. Yeah. So, I I love it because it is a, um, so, I'm, try, I'm having a hard time saying this because I don't like limited series nowadays because it's so much trade bait. And so, it's very hard for me to get behind a limited series because you know that they're not going to last and whatever changes happen in the limited series are not going to matter. So I find it some hard sometimes to kind of like, just let myself go and get into that, especially after what DC did with their Elseworlds when they got rid of all those. Um, so I, I've always been a little like shy. I was shy away from, um, from them, but this is actually a pretty good limited series. You do know that's an ongoing. Are you serious? Yes. Why would it be an ongoing? See, why would it be an ongoing when this is clearly trade bait? It's ongoing. It's not trade bait. This, this is, is this is trade bait. This is what they want their Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme to be because there's a movie out. No, this is this right here is a classic example of trade bait. Marvel is not telling you that this is trade bait because they are. So scared. why did you like it? No, 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 no. Oh, no. Marvel's geez, so not going to tell you. Short. Mar- Marvel's not going to tell you this is trade bait because they want you to spend your money on it. They don't want you to wait for trade. No, 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 no. Because once the heat off of Doctor Strange dies down, this is going to end. This book right here is going to end. Twelve then, issues. Uh, not even that. And then you can, yeah, okay. and then you can okay. get that first, the the, the first arc yes, or whatever Gene, it is. Yes, he is in a mood. You can get it. That's what I'm saying. This is this should not be a a, a long form series. So anyway, it's a uh, Doctor Strange as he is now. Jason Aaron, who's writing the normal series, has sort of gotten rid of magic. So Doctor Strange, of course Strange, he has. Yeah, Doctor Strange is now you know using magical items. Because they're the, th- the last things that that hold magic. So he so he has he has an axe that he swings. It's a magic axe, and he's collecting these relics to help him fight. And he's basically rebuilding magic. So Merlin goes into the future because Merlin can you know go through time, and he pulls him and other various sorcerer supremes from different points in history in order to fight these things called the Forgotten, including an older version of Wiccan. And an older version of Wiccan when Wiccan is is the sorcerer supreme, and, and a younger version, the of the ancient, ancient one. one. So. 
I was like, wow. And I don't know if it's just because we saw Doctor Strange and I was really into. It was really good. It was really good. But I really enjoyed this, seeing all the different other versions of uh, Sorcerer Supremes that are different, like all different nationalities, all different power sets. It looks really cool. And the art is good. Uh, the whole scene when they're traveling through time looked amazing. Um, you know, all these different, I'm going to show you a really quick picture of it. But it was just really, really good. Like this picture of them going through, walking through time, talking about what's going on and why Doctor Strange has to has to come and help them. Really good book. It it's a fun it's a fun take on it, but I would say pick it up or wait for trade because mark my words, this but will be a trade. Here's here's I'm just going to play devil's advocate. Here's what happens when you wait for the trade because people aren't buying the issues, that will make it a even shorter series. That's true. That's true. It will you make it You should buy a, it and read it and if you enjoy it, pass it on. So agreed. you've read it, you've enjoyed it and you can give it to a friend. And if you really liked what you read, yeah. you then pick up the trade. So my nugget, and I'm very sad to say this is the last issue until January. Image Comics. Really? You that's, know, wow. They, it's the end of the arc. I, I get it, but that's usually just like a month, maybe a month. And, well, and that is January. So yeah. I guess that you're right. It would so be January. So one of my, it's one of the most golden nuggets you'll read is Birthright uh, from Image Comics. They're only two ninety nine people. Um, this is the writer of The Flash as well. This series, Birthright, has been consistently good from the beginning. The art is out of this world. He really brings these, these otherworldly creatures to life. The story in it involves a boy who's grown to a man to fight. He goes to Earth, um, and you think it's to protect it. And as it goes on, it's the hero's journey, but it's told again in a different way because there's not one hero, there's two, or you still are thinking he's a hero. This ends the arc, and every time they end an arc, they give away something even bigger to make you want to continue reading. I mean, it's the formula down, and I highly recommend picking up these trades. Uh, I just can't say enough about this book. It's Birthright from Image Comics. I love this book. Uh Another nugget that I really liked, and this was from last week's books, was uh, Miss Marvel number one, number twelve. Huh. There, huh. There's no, there's no confusion huh. right there. But yeah, it's actually a number, it's a number twelve, but it's number one because this signifies that it's a jump on point for new readers. And uh, so I'm gonna evaluate it two ways. One, is it a real, is it a real jumping on point? And number two, if it really was worth its four ninety nine cover price. Um, I think it was actually. Uh, I've been a fan of Miss Marvel for a very long time. You know, Indian character. She is a a legacy character because there was no more Miss Marvel. It's Carol Dance, Captain Marvel now. But we see Kamala Khan go to uh, go home. You know, she goes home to see her family. You know, back in the old country in India. And and what I enjoyed about it was it's it. It was about her connecting to her roots, um, trying to find out who she is in this giant world. Because it takes place after Civil War, which hasn't ended yet, but has ended and, in their comics. Exactly. And that was another bone of so. contention with me because like, she's going through this sort of pseudo-vision quest about finding out who she is and, and who she can become. Um, given all this new information that we don't know about. So, well, one of them we do. Well, one of them we do. One know. of them we do because yeah, that's true. We do. The the big thing is because of Bruno here. That that really is her one of her reasons. Thank but you. the Captain Marvel, the Captain Marvel is sticking with her because she doesn't know who she wants to be, which is weird because in the Champions, which came out, this is number two. So this should have come out before this. 
Yes. Because in the champions, she knows who she is. She's even stronger than she was before. She's trying to take the leadership role. That's why I brought this one, because this comic is great, and it follows this. Yeah, so they, they were released out of order. And and I, uh, Frank corrected me um, in the comments. He goes back to Pakistan. Pakistan. So I do apologize for that. Um, and it, again, just real quick, if you see us typing on the computer, it's because we're actually co- commenting with people on our on our uh, live our live feed, which from is through XLR. from XLR, and then on the video, which we're which we're doing a live stream on uh, on Facebook. So if you want to talk to us, let us know. Uh, what ask us questions, we'll try to answer it. You know, through the course of the show as well. But I enjoyed this book. I thought it was a it was a nice it was a nice way to show her getting connected to her roots and and the whole thing about her being like when she's in America she stands out because she's too Indian and when she goes to India she stands out because she's too American and that was really interesting because she is caught between these two worlds just like she's caught between these two worlds in as being a superhero and she's trying to find her 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 way in both worlds i love how when grandma says um we had to tone down the spices to white people so yeah. that you could take it and i'm like that's kind of funny because yeah. because in, if she was born or she was born there, if she had stayed there, her palate would be much more. Yeah. I don't know. It's little things like that. So I'm going to agree with you halfway. I really enjoyed this book. The same reason you did. Loved the beginning. Loved when she was there. The book fell apart and it never should have included that horrible water main problems. The last two pages did nothing to further the story. I feel like I was reading and it just ended like they just were like, okay, wrap it up. And it just ended and then gave us that red widow story, which wasn't needed. I would have preferred, cause you know, that's her cousin based on a book or, you know, that was her, um, yeah, that friend, friend, friend in law or whatever it is. Yeah. They, they just stopped. Like the story just ended and she's going to go back to the U S and I'm like, that's what I didn't like either. The, like it, I wanted her to be in India for a little while longer. I felt like it was Sorry, a I wanted to be in Pakistan. Sorry. I wanted to be back in Pakistan for a little while longer. That way she can actually, you know, learn and live and, and do something different because that whole, that whole thing should have been an annual all about her. And I, I, yeah, an annual, an annual would have been good too, but I, the story I, was great. And you felt the love in their family because she had said, you know, this is the first time I've been away from mom and dad. I'm going back, you know, to my place. And it shows the, all the people at the airport and the love that they have in their family. And then she meets, you know, this is my room. It just, it was a wonderful story and had the worst ending. Yes, yes. They they shouldn't have ended it. We should have had more with her and Red Dagger and all what's going on. And I just, for me, that showed more that of how she was an outsider. You know mm-hmm. that that she couldn't have, she shouldn't come and help. But then again, I guess the reason why she didn't do that is because she didn't want the writer didn't want um, her to come in and be like the the savior of the people. You know, maybe because they're already there are who knows it didn't end that way. I know, but maybe that's why it didn't. I so don't know. But. We have to get back to starting on our books, but I just want to say Frank asked me to read all new, all different Avengers number fifteen. It's a Civil War time. We're glad you're listening, Frank. This it's is for you. All about um, how. The new Thor really makes her way talking with um, Heimdall because he also sees. And it's a story of the past Avengers. And the whole thing is told widescreen, which I kind of got a little annoyed with. But, you know, I understood why they were doing it. Kubert was on the, uh, the pencil, so it's just a straight up story. My biggest complaint with the whole thing was this not, this shouldn't have been in this book. This is also the last issue of all new, all different Avengers. And 
what a kind of shitty way to go out knowing where the two books are breaking up. I mean, it just, it was kind of weird that this is the last issue. But as for the actual story that was inside, should have been called Mighty Thor, you know, um, number one of one. Maybe an annual? Uh, not even an annual because it, it wasn't, I mean, they did put it at, no, it's a three ninety nine book. I just feel like this is another place where people that read Avengers are reading Avengers to read about Avengers. And while most of the story was about the Avengers, it really was about Civil War. So I do have some problems with it by way of them um, m- packaging and marketing. But the story inside, if you are a Thor fan, try to track this one down if you're not reading Avengers. Because this really was a great Thor story. Did you get a chance to read it? I did not read it. Okay. Um and I thought it was really good at the end, and to spoil it, Heimdall knows she has cancer, and he said, do you want me to tell you when you're going to die? Or do you want me to tell you, you know, when you die? And she I says, know you can see the future. She says no. Oh, I know you can see the future. It was a really, really good ending um, about her, and I really liked for that part. Your mortal form is succumbing to cancer. And she's like, you know, and he says, if you wish to know, I can tell you precisely how much time you have left. And I was like, wow, like, what if she took that deal? But she won't take that deal. She wants to fight it her way. Yeah. Great Thor story. Too bad it was in Avengers. All right. Too bad it was in Avengers. Too bad it was in Avengers. Yes. Okay. So then uh, our my last. Oh, you have to do a last one. Yeah. Hello. Hello. My last one I wanted to talk about is Teen Titans number one. You got two minutes. Uh, which ew, which I thoroughly enjoyed, and I'm doing this because um, it's a book in which Damien brings together the uh his team of Teen Titans because he wants to uh I guess have playmates or he wants to be stronger. He wants but a then- friend. No, actually, you find out later he needs he needs a team of people to go go up against his grandfather right. who wants to kill him, you know, um, or he wants to defy. So Damien has a little bit of tricks, but I I like Damien's voice in this because even though he still came off as a cocky bastard, I like the interaction yes, that did. he had. Oh, I like the interaction. He's not a bastard, I guess, but I like the interaction he had with um with uh, Alfred, and I like the interaction he had with um with the other team members, um, showing them, hey, I captured you. And then, you know, Starfire broke out and she's like, you know, I'm no one slave. And then they all kind of work together. And then he's like, look, you know, you all work together. Now you know what's going on. Um, Five people make a fist. Yeah. Which is an old adage that everyone says before. I don't know. It just seemed kind of interesting. But I, but the sad thing about this as well is because John uh, Boy Myers was part of it and now he left. Yes. And he was the, he was the, he was a co-plotter and he was the, um, the artist. So I really liked his art style and I liked the kinetic ability that he was able to bring to the book but that's all going to be lost now so i like this especially with the artists they have lined up for it yeah he doesn't like the artist but i don't but i want to see if they can continue uh with this story although it's only number one so i i don't know it was good it's one of those like it was good while it lasted because i don't know what's going to happen you got two issues out of him yeah it's sad i had great points to say about this book and i had some pretty that points to say about this book, but all that is moot because who knows what the next it's gonna be a whole new direction exactly. next issue. But I but I enjoyed it. Like and I'm glad I'm glad that it's pseudo wrapped up from the first one when he kidnapped them all. So Yeah. We were gonna go into our the Death of X review of one, two, and three, but we've decided instead to save that until the number four comes out and we're gonna talk about all four and Which the, is this week or next week? Uh so November twenty third we get number four of this. The following week, 
we get IVX number zero. So you're going to get the end of this one and the start of the next one, the Marvel mutants versus the Inhumans. Actually, and we did the same thing about we said, we said this we're going to do the same thing about Civil War two because of how and in, how it it's just. Did anyone notice the mess up with Thor? Yeah, there was Thor, a mess up with Thor. Yeah. Um. Okay. Thor, get Miles out of here. So she flies him off. And then when Doctor Strange teleports, she's standing there. Then she's with Miles Morales. It just, it's really, yeah. if they um, had erased her out of it, I think it would have made more sense. So we're going to hold up until the end of Civil War and do a do a giant review of that as well. Also, so, nothing happened in this issue. Yeah. It was a way boring issue. It was kind of boring. All right. So on to the regular reviews, shall we? I think we should. Let's start. Since we just talked about, you know, all the different Avengers books, let's start with Avengers number one, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I enjoyed the artist. Well, we're going to talk about that. I enjoyed the art. I like this artist. The writer is Mark Wade. The artist is Mike Del Mundo. Color artist, Mike Del Mundo with Marco D'Alfonso. Letter was VC's Corey Pettit. And the cover was done by Alex Ross. So this came out last Wednesday. And or last Tuesday, we get them, our books in, we get to read it. And the first thing I looked at Coog and I said, um, people are going to hate the art. I love the art. The art. This artist had done Weird World before this. Yep. It is a different style. It is not a traditional comic book style. Like you can look at um, the champions and it's Umberto Ramos and he's known for his He's toned it down, but he's known for his... It's a comic book style with exaggerated, like Joe Madura. He's exaggerated. Mm-hmm. You've got the Kubert brothers. They they have very realistic people. And then you go over to... There's other artists who who kind of go a little more like anime, like the Teen Titans guy, John Boy Myers. John Boy Myers, yes. So Mike Del Mundo is an acquired taste because his figures, they're, they're figures. He knows the human form. But it's more of a painted style, more of an exaggerated painted style. I happen to love it. Yes, I, think I agree 100%. It worked so well on this. I think sometimes you lost a little bit of people's features, the way they're painted with the backgrounds. Sometimes they needed to be that hard line, which one of the things I wanted to talk about in Teen Titans is a, the, the outlines around people's heads. They were blue or greens. Yes. Then you look at a book like this. And it's it's a painted face, so the the white of the person's face mixes with the white of the background. So sometimes I feel like yeah, the highlights are a little too highlighted. Huh? I feel like the bodies blended a little too much in. Um, but as for the story, this is the new team. They've uh, recruited Hercules and the new Wasp. The it's, kids are gone. And Spider Man is kind of like invites himself onto the team. Yes, Peter Parker has invited the team. The hitch is Spider-Man's there. Yeah. They don't know the real identity. Yeah, they don't know his real identity. What'd you think? Uh, Well, you didn't really talk about the story. Kang is back. I was trying to avoid the story because as great as I I thought this book was and looked, um, I don't want to see Kang. Didn't we have Kang all throughout in Humans? And before that, it was with the Uncanny Avengers. Well, I mean, think about it. Isn't you can't have Doctor Doom anymore because Doctor Doom is Iron Man. So, who other really big villains do we have that the Avengers can fight? Right, and it does progress and Kang, the story that we've Kang, seen. And Kang is a villain, is a Avengers 
you know, he's a classic Avengers yeah, villain. He's been on the cartoon too. And um and so it takes place after so there was a single issue that came out a while ago in all new different all new all different Avengers in which Vision it was the first of the Civil War, I believe. Vision got upset because Kang had used him. And so basically Vision went back into time using one of something. I guess the Baxter building just leaves shit unattended and Vision goes in and gets the time thing, a, a time disc or whatever. Goes back into time and follows the timeline or the, goes in the future and in the past and finds where Kang is born and then steals him, steals the baby and then hides him away. So so now Kang now wants his baby back. Yeah, he back. wants the baby back. And so but because it's called but it's causing these an uh, these anomalies because Kang can so there's all these different Kangs running around uh, and they're all well at least two of them are working together to try to find the baby Kang so it's kind of convoluted but not because it's time travel so and I guess they found it they found where the kid where the baby is and now in in retaliation they're going back in time and, and killing the Avengers so now the Avengers are gonna have to fight to save them their previous selves so it's just so it's Kang and the Scarlet Centurion yeah the Scarlet Centurion thank you so so how do you feel about Hercules with a gun? Um, he Ares had a gun, you know. So I think it's fine. He's the heavy. He's the heavy of the group, and he's not known for having a specific weapon or anything. So having him having a gun and an axe and being more like a quote unquote Ares type character is fine. I like to see him back as an Avenger. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I liked the, I liked the lineup when they were like Avengers, you know, assemble and and uh, Red Wing. Yeah, I loved Red Wing being there. I loved that the, the wasp was with, oh. the wasp was riding him, uh-huh. and I was like, what? I love the joke with the birdcage. Is Red Wing still a vampire though? Yep, he's. Mm. They Say it in here. Yeah, well, you know, he said he had the healing powers, but he didn't say anything about being a vampire bird. Oh, uh, I thought it that's was. That's why I was like, is he he somewhere? He the, says that. Well, he says he has the the, the super healing from when because in his original in in uh what's his name uh Ugh. what's his name oh I don't God. know Rick Remender's run of Sam Wilson Captain America Red Wing got turned into a vampire, so he's a vampire bird hawk. So I think the humor fit. Whatever. I think a lot of it fit. It works. I think, worked. This was a I think good it Avengers for people that that have been tuned out of the Avengers because of the kids in it. I think this is a really good place yes. to start. I think it's a good book. I, I enjoyed what I read. I really enjoyed it. I think if you guys are looking for it, you should read it yourselves. You know, take t- it was it was three four ninety nine, but it's a jump on point. But I thought it was okay. So our next book we're going to talk about is a book that we we, we like to try to do independence here. Um, and so we look at independence and then we're like, hey, let's do something that maybe no one is going to read or maybe people might have gone on the radar. And so we picked one of the books we picked today to review was Motro, uh, which is a book from Oni Press, you know, one of the biggest uh, independent publishers out there right now. And um, I picked it up because I really enjoyed the artist. The artist did a book, um, a Judge Dredd book a while ago that I really, really enjoyed. And I figured, okay, let's see what's going on with this. So it was written by Ulysses uh, Farinas with Eric uh, Fritas. And then uh, the, it was illustrated and lettered by Ulysses uh, Farinas, who, was, who did the art as well. Colored by Ryan Hill. Um, and it was designed by uh, Dylan Todd. So it is a very Dylan. Dylan thank you, Dylan Todd. It was, this was a very, very weird book. It's a weird book. It's a very weird book. The style is, you know, cartoony, but it's is definitely an indie style with a lot of weird stuff going on. I don't know what's I don't know what's happening. He's a kid named Motro. The 
automobiles in this future talk different world eat. but they, they they speak in emojis yeah. and they eat stuff and he has a little miniature motorcycle that follows him around who's his friend and then he lost his parents and then these scavengers are trying to uh so take over and then he has to so fight weird. but he's super strong and he blows up a tank by feeding it too much it's just a very weird Weird show, uh, very weird show, very See, weird comment. I'm gonna say my. You told me we're it's very colorful though. We're driving to Doctor Strange and we're talking about today's episode, and he's like, "You need to read Motro," and I'm like, "Do I?" He's like, "Yes, you need to read it. You're probably not gonna like it, but you got to read it." So I read it today. This book is so fucking weird. I mean, like I really don't know what to talk. I, like I, it's very hard to review because. Like it's sort of the hero's tale a little bit because like people are dying and he's left on his own. So I'm assuming he's going to have to come into his own. But and then he hugs the guy that died. It made no sense. Because they remind him of his dad, but he um, avenged his dad so because this you, guy killed his dad. You brought up a good point. It is a cartoon. Know. It reminds me. So I don't watch mm. the new cartoons on like Cartoon Network or anything. They're just a little too odd for me. The way they draw them, there's something about a pickle, a pickle something or other and there's all these weird <laughs> cartoons. I feel like a this. Pickle? Yeah, some know. pickle, some pickle show. I don't know. You're killing me with the pickles. Um, it feels like it belongs on the Cartoon Network. Like, but well, as you're reading the book, some people have lumpy heads. They, some guy's got a a square head. It's just it's a weird. And then, ass they, re- book. And then they reference the head. It's like you fought these people and look look at your head. And I'm like, who are these people and why did they make his head square? Yes. It's just a very. I can't tell you if I liked it or didn't like it. That is the weirdest thing. I don't. I don't have a review for this book. I didn't hate it. It wasn't horrible. It was it's just, just very weird. It was it's, very weird. It was not. It, it's definitely not a traditional comic book, and it's going all over the place. Now, a book that I thoroughly enjoyed. Yes, this was, is a book that you should read. You liked it? Oh, I loved oh, it. Great. I loved it. And I want Paul to read it too. So, this book was amazing. Number one of Motor Girl, written by Terry Moore from Abstract Studios. I think, it's, I think that's his own studio it as is. well. Now this was the book that I rave about. Rachel Rising, it just finished up. Uh, one omnibus, softcover omnibus, just came out having the whole thing. And this is his newest book after it. And when you read, I know you didn't. So I did. I'll, you did read I actually end, read it. About how the this book was you supposed know I read to come it? out. Why? Because it was big print. Oh, okay, good. And they were like paragraphs. Just the two paragraphs, that was it. I was like, I'm done, yay. This book was supposed to come out years ago, right after he did Strangers in Paradise. But... You know, things happen, and now he did this. Um, it, this is a weird book because... I think it was weird at all. Oh, I, no, no, weird in a good way. Oh, no, no, I thought it was, I didn't even think it was weird. I thought the narrative was, was really great. Oh, no, I thought it was weird because the gorilla in her head, it's got UFOs, she but, fixes it. I lo- I, but th- the gorilla was awesome. And, oh, and, yeah, no, and the, the way And the way he... Uh, so it's this, it's, this, it's this woman, and she is in the desert, and she operates a junkyard. So she's in this junkyard and she and she operates the junkyard and there's this and she has this gorilla, this talking gorilla. And that's who you're introduced to them. And you're wondering what's going on with this gorilla. I don't know who this person is. It's very bizarre. I don't know what's going on. And then through the course of the of seeing it, honestly being shown <laughs> as the reader, you're being shown as the reader what's going on in her head. You're not being told like it's just a part of the, it's what you're reading. So you what think I had, it's there. But what I had to do was I literally kept going 
and then it didn't I didn't register at first that because that's how 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 cool Terry Moore is and how he was giving us visual cues about what's going on because like the, the I don't want to spoil it too much but it's like how he tells you you know through the 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 dialogue and the visuals together how he shows you that it's in her head was so subtle that I was like what i literally went back and read it again it's like very rarely do i do that in a comic because a lot of comic books they basically they show you and tell you what's happening a lot of the times but with this like you really like had to pay attention and i loved that about this book she has serious pstd she did tour three tours of duty captured and held and now she's just it's ptsd brother pete what did i say pstd oh no p yes no it's that do it again. Say it. PTSD. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really like this book. It's black and white with grayscale. It's called Motor Girl. Yeah, Motor I think, Girl. I think highly he would pick like it. it out. So, so the premise is, and so this woman who actually owns it comes and tells her, "Hey, I want to sell this place, but I want to talk to you about it." You know, and then she talks to the buyer, and the buyer seems to be this shady guy. And then in the middle of the night. Aliens. You just said you wouldn't want to tell them everything. No, 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 telling no, no. Everything. This is this is what it's about. People okay. have to, I mean, this is the the thing. It's it's just about this this junkyard becomes a bastion for for people aliens. So it's going to get weirder. I just want to explain what's going on with 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 what's going on with her head and, and what the what the thing is about the gorilla. I mean, like that's, that's the great. that's the that is the uh, I guess the hook. Is that this junkyard is like a it's like a place for aliens to come in because she helped this alien. So it's a very you know small nugget of an idea that I'm like excited to see how Terry Moore is going to grow that into more because the character is amazing. I, this I cannot stress enough. I'm I know it's, so glad you liked it. I know it's I know it's black and white. I, I didn't think I didn't think you were gonna like it because it's black and white. Oh no! I know you sometimes so, you don't like black. Rachel and white stuff. Rising was black and white and it was brilliant. Oh, it looks great, but yeah. Um, I uh, continue. I'm just, I'm gonna go check on the um, yes because I see. Yeah, I'm gonna go check on the uh, the whatchamacallit now. So go ahead. Okay, so uh, we'll talk about. Actually, do the you, you can probably do the uh, you can do the commercial where we're found. Or just go ahead and talk about this. Thank you. Um, so I don't know what that was about. Uh, the next book we're gonna talk about is the Unworthy Thor. And as one of my Facebook retail friends says, this is Thor with a penis. And on Wednesday on his page, he was saying to everyone that's ever bitched that Thor is no longer Thor, that it's a female Thor. And if, if you're so upset that you're mad that Thor, you know, doesn't have a penis, here is a book where Thor has a penis and buy it. Now, I think it's interesting that nowhere on this does this say it's five issues. And most people don't know, this is the miniseries, Des. <laughs> this is only five issues. Trade bait. Yeah, we're back now. Thank you. I checked it up. But Emily says we're back. So. Okay. Hey, good, 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 good to have you back out there, Facebook people. So, Unworthy Thor. The writer is Jason Aaron. Trade bait. The artist is? My favorite artist, uh, Olivia Coppel. I love him. Olivier Coppel. Olivier Coppel. Copial. I don't know how to say that. Copal. Fantastic artist. Color artist Matthew Wilson. Letter letter and production is VC's Joe Sabino. And the recap art was Russell Dodderman, who is the penciler of his the main book, and Matthew Wilson. And this is all about Thor, uh, unworthy Thor, 
drinking and fighting and trying to figure out his and place in the world. He's fighting trolls too. Yes, and Ulick. Um with no shirt on, so his hairy chest and a big, big, big beard with a cape. Nothing says manly like a little red cape. It's awesome. It's not a cape, it's a sash. Uh-huh. Or shawl. It's, it's a shawl. Uh, and then he meets, of course, a watcher character. You think it's Nick Fury? Yeah. It's got one eye. You think it's Nick Fury? Yeah. But Nick Fury's the unseen. That's why Bucky replaced him. But he was the man on the wall, and now Bucky's the man on the wall. But they totally forgot that because they have that new Thunderbolt. I'm pretty sure that's going to be Nick Fury. Nick Fury, LMD. LMD. No, he's not LMD. Um, and at the end, he goes to where Asgard was before it was Asgardia, and it's gone. And who shows up? Oh, my God. Beta Ray, Ray Bill. Bill. One, of my favorite, one of my favorite Thor characters ever. And then he gets on his knees and offers him his hammer. That sounds kind of dirty when you put it like that. It does. So what do you think? Eh. Just eh? eh? I mean, we're finally getting to see what happens to Thor. I mean, you know he's going to get the ultimate Thor's hammer. It's, I mean, it's on the <laughs> fucking cover. Um, so he goes, he goes on this, this quest. <laughs> it's on the fucking cover. He goes, he goes on this quest to become redeemed, and then so he can get the Is ultimate Thor's. Is it redeemed, Thor's. really? I think he will be redeemed. Well, yeah, but I'm saying this first one, he's just beating people up because he likes to get in a because, fight. Because, well, we have to get into the story. Like, you just can't have... I mean, God forbid you have a graphic novel that just says everything. But no, mm-hmm. we have to milk this for money, people. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So it's going to be him and Beta Ray Bill flying around trying to find the ultimate Thor's hammer. Do you want me to tell you where it is? Uh, it's in your butt. Uh, it, the collector has it. You think so? They gave it away in the solicits. Oh, my God. They're going in number three. They're going to the collector's base to try to get it. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Well, there you go. That's annoying. Spoiler. That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but how'd the collector fucking move it? Uh, that's gonna be that I don't know. Oh my god, this is so. Anyway, I love the art. I thought the art was great. It was it was odd for him. It was different. I think it um, was that that the inker might have something different. What did they call him? Colorist. I don't yeah, know. the color artist. His I don't know. Art, something. His was art was still great. I, I he's he has softened Thor up. You notice that? Yeah. If you look at his Thor from when he was drawing the Thor that uh, Matt, it looks Faction really was rigid. Right, he was much more like. He looked more more like a jock, like like this giant, big, you know, jock type of character. Now he's much more thin and svelte. I don't know. It's just he, he's drawing Thor different nowadays, and it's fine. It looks. I, I love the artwork. It's fantastic. Like it I, is. He, it's really good. Man can do no wrong in my eyes. So I uh, want to give you a little quick commercial about how to find us. You can find us always at uh, geekchat.com. Hold on. Hold on. There I am. Uh, you can oh. find us at on SoundCloud. That's where everything we've ever done, all five seasons are on SoundCloud. All the, everything else we've ever done is on SoundCloud. Ooh. We have uh, over 100 or so plus stuff, so go listen to it. Stuffs. Uh, Facebook under groups. You can join the Facebook group, uh, The Geek Chat, and actually join the conversation. Listen to us. Know when we're going live, when we're posting new stuff. Definitely go there and check us out. We're on Stitcher, Tumblr, Google Plus, Google Plus, because why not? And uh, YouTube. Uh, we're going to be trying to update our YouTube channel as well, so please stay tuned. And you can always search the Geek Chat. Go to Google, search Geek Chat, and we'll pop up because that's how we roll. We pop up. So we're going to review just the election part of Faith Number Five. This came out, and Valiant put it out. Election 2016 special. But it's number five. So it's kind of funny that they want you to know that it's all about Hillary Clinton meeting Faith, but it's still issue number five. So there's 
bunch of stories in this, and it's only three ninety nine. There was a lot in this book. The first story was all just about uh, Faith and fighting her newest villain, and they got a new artist on the book. Um, the second story is the one we're going to be reviewing, Faith in Politics. Louise Simonson was the writer. If you remember her from Power Pack and X Factor New Mutants and New Mutants, right? She wrote on that. She right? wrote New Mutants too. Yeah. She wrote uh, a lot of the X books. Daredevil. Perez was the artist, and then he gets really small. Andrew Dollhouse, Andrew. poor guy, got did the coloring. Dave Sharp did the letters, um, but their names aren't very big. So <laughs> it's all about Faith's. Um, she works at a on a blog, and she covers things from a superhero's point of view. So she does it as Faith. So she's a reporter. She is. I think reporter is like the most common job for a superhero person. Well, she even mentions that she's always wanted to be a hero reporter like Lois Lane or Brenda Starr. But I'm saying, it's always it's always weird. It's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Superhero? But if that doesn't work out, I'll be, I'll a, be, a, reporter. I'll be, I'll be a reporter. So it really shows Hillary Clinton's rally. And of course, you she she's flying down to save a fight, or not save, but a fight's about to break out between someone that believes in the Second Amendment and someone who has an anti-gun. Um, and I I have a problem because you can be okay. We're not going to go politics, but it had to show a fight between different ideas and other people save it. So we're all we all can be heroes. Uh huh. Okay. So she's down, and of course, there's a villain who. Only makes his um, he only makes the the play on banks and stuff when there's a huge distraction, and I guess Hillary's a huge distraction. And it's about him, and he has powers, and I was just like, oh my god! So his name was Squall because uh-huh. I guess he can he control when we yeah, wind powers. So the helicopter is aimed coming right towards Hillary, and of course. Faith saves the day, and then Exo Man of War and Lifewire show up. And, to take the villain away. Yep. And then we have two pages of one to grow on that, you know. Between Hillary and Faith. Oh, my God, yes. Doing the right thing is never a mistake. You just have to keep trying. Oh, Jesus. So, the end. Go vote next week. Well, it came out. Okay. Go vote. Go vote, people. I was actually more interested in the other stories. Uh, I read Harbinger. <laughs> yeah, her her main story is a lot better than that one. It yes. definitely was a. It definitely was one of those. It was. I mean, it was a PSA. It didn't need to be that long. I'll tell you that. Like it. I. I just was like, this is really long. Like I don't need to. I don't know why we had to have the superheroics and everything. Like I would have been easy. I would have liked it better if. <laughs> if seriously, I would have liked it better if she kind of came out there and was like, "Hey, we're gonna." You know, I I get to go and do something, and then something happens, or something. I don't know. I just, I just didn't. It just didn't seem. I don't know. Like, so <laughs> I know. I was gonna vote anyway, but I was just like, is this was this really trying to make someone vote? Or right. Well, I want to say two things. One, uh, Cougar on the Facebook Live says uh, Penis Thor is a wuss, um, which okay. is true. Uh, two things about that. I belong to a retailer uh, forum. And there were actual retailers in places like North Carolina, South Carolina, that weren't going to put this book out because Hillary's on the cover. That's bullshit. Well, it is and it's not. Because what what would happen, and you have to look at it the other way. You have to, be, you have to look at it as what if Valiant put out a Trump book? How well, would people react to that? I'm sure some people would buy it, but I think you would be like suicide, but whatever. 
But I'm saying you have to look at both sides. That's fine. They are a company and they can do whatever they want. That is that's just what as, that is what I think. Just as just you as, have the way to buy it or not. Yeah, no, no. But I'm saying even on a much more you know smaller scale, Viant is a company privately owned that can do whatever the fuck they want. And they obviously are putting their 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 money and dollars behind Hillary Clinton. Come hell or high water. Sorry, interesting. Because if they hadn't, they would. And they're they're trying to be um, fair. They would they would have a Trump book. Maybe Trump met or you know, Deadshot or, or something. Or you have a flip book like they used yeah. to do. So this is this is about them saying, hey, you know, vote, but we like Hillary. I mean, that that's the message that I'm saying because there's no equal representation of Trump. It's all about Hillary saying, you know, to her, do the right thing, you know, blah, blah, whatever. Um, and so if those retailers are like, well, we're not going to show it because we don't support Hillary, and that's their right too. That's, yes, that's, that's what the I'm thing. saying. That's their right. So, so you can do whatever you want. I think it's bullshit, but you more than welcome to do whatever you want. You know, do whatever you want. So I want to say the most interesting thing about this book. Did you read the preview? No. For Renegades? Um, it is drawn by uh, Derek Robertson, and I absolutely love his art. Oh, cool. And he's doing a Harbinger book. And the first, I don't know if it's the first four pages, but there's a four-page preview, and the girl, the face gets blown away. Oh, Lord. I know, right? That's so pretty graphic. And that's what he's known for. He did The Boys. If you haven't read The yeah, Boys, you that's, should read that's, The Boys. Yeah, that's what I thought. That is really graphic. Um, so... I'm he really interested me. in Harbinger Renegades, number one. It's coming this November, so sometime this month. We will definitely be reviewing it. You scared me. It scared you? I got I'm scared. sorry. So, it's Independent Day here at the, I at like the Geek that. Chat. So, we have a brand new book by one of my favorite writers, Alex DeCampi, wrote May Day from Image Comics, I just said. This was a very strange book. Very strange. So let's get to the creators. Alex DeCampi did the words and the lettering. Tony Parker drew the lines. And Blonde did the colors. Brendan Wright did the edits. I mean, that's that's as simple as they, yep. they do. What did you think of this book? Because I told you to read it. I got to read the preview of this a uh, couple weeks ago, and I loved it. The, the, um. the premise is is odd i mean it's called mayday the cover you really don't know what's going on it's you really a, don't you, it's a you, hammer and a sickle you are not ready um and i said you need to read this go so so i sat down and i read it and i looked at the art and the artwork's, the artwork's you know decent I, I i thought it was pretty interesting um but i but it's set in the 70s i think 1971 i think um yep so i was like okay so the artwork i think is trying to capture that time frame because i've you've read com i've, I've didn't read comics but i've read comics from the 70s and i think that's what it's trying to do but it's sort of like easy rider meets um an espionage sort of thriller sort of what's going on it, meets the manson family it's it's a it's it's a <laughs> mixture of all these different things and then together. you throw in some lsd but that that's where the manson family comes in so so it's the height of you know i guess the, the cold war is just just beginning i assume yeah i think that's what's happening and they have a russian you know kgb operative that is going to be coming to america to defect and so he is going to defect and they have him in this safe house, but he gets assassinated by people who are by Russian agents who are in the KGB and uh, another organization. 
And while they're there, they're like, well, we have to go from, I think it was from the East Coast to the West Coast. And we're going to, we have to drive there and keep it incognito. Well, when the guy kills him, he steals his his uh, vodka. And we find out later that the vodka that was supposed to be given to this man <laughs> was laced with LSD. So they Sodium, s- penthol, and LSD. Yeah. So, so they... S- so he shoots him, steals his stuff, and then they go on this road trip. But then they meet these band of hippies who are sort of Manson-esque, mm-hmm. and there's nudity in it, and it's very love child-esque, but the guy has been drinking the stuff, so he starts flipping out, and the artwork is indicative of the oh, flip-out. gorgeous. So it, so it gets this weird kind of like 60s vibe, you know, this weird kind of like psychedelic, psychedelic, psychedelic 70s vibe. Black light posters meet... But but they're they're having sex and and it's in the desert and they're freaking out and then the the Manson family people steal the car, and then the dead guy's in the back in the, in the trunk and so it's this weird kind and the of other like two get caught by the by the FBI the CIA sorry the FBI and the CIA so it's like so I don't know where this book is going and I don't know what's happening it's a very interesting book that seems to be more like a movie than an actual book I I don't know it's just he told me to read it, and I was just like, I wasn't, I don't know what I was in for. It was just very, it's just a very bizarre book. That's two bizarre books we read today. It's a very bizarre book. I um, loved this one, and it's very heavily influenced with a playlist. And yes, that's which, which is which is in vogue right now. People do that, yep. and and it and it's it's a playlist from that era. Yep. Um, but again, it is like this weird easy writer slash Manson family slash. You know, uh, KGB um, super spy, not super spy, but spy kind of TV. I don't know. But what did you like about it? Seriously, what did you like about it that really like was like, oh, I have to get it. Was it just a psychedelia? Was it the, was it the colors? Was it just a everything? The story I think itself? everyone in here did their job. This is one. Everyone, everyone on the team, I think, brought their A game from the way it's lettered. The 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 coloring in this book is very heavy to the emotions when you're reading it. So you get the freak out and you see all the stuff. I've never been on LSD, so I have no clue if this is what happens. It's but interesting. according to this book, this is what happens. I've done LSD before and I've never tripped like that. So, Well, you might not have mixed it with sodium pentol. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, they add throughout the book, they add in various places the songs you should be listening to as it's going along. I loved the the scene with the the big fat guy who dies. For me, the art changes. You get to see his little willy. That was funny. Like, cause he's, oh, he's he's wearing he's like he's naked. He's wearing a he's wearing a robe, but the robe is open in the front, so it's very slim. And I'm like, oh wow, yeah, they don't shy away from the nudity in this book. Uh-uh. It's, it's very it's very apparent. Oh no, and it's know. 70s, so the women do not. Um, yeah, they're, they're the women do not shave anywhere. Yeah, it's it's Mm-mm. it's all. There. Free love, baby. Yep. And I was just like, wow. And then I liked the story. I like in the beginning, it starts off very cold. It's very yeah, it's... very CIA, very, you know, okay, whatever. And then it goes into the story. I just I really liked it. Um really quick to speak about the um the uh yes. lettering is which is really cool, is another what thing page? that they did which was really awesome. And it speaks again to what you know Terry Moore did with um, with uh, Motor, Motor Girl. Girl is that on this one they did it a little differently because they actually showed you a little bit. So when 
when the guy comes out and meets the girl and they get on the thing, she tells him, your English is really bad, you know, um, so let me talk because we have to be incognito. Well, every so often when they're speaking, they'll be speaking in English and then there will be a, a Russian word oh, yeah. that will pop in that'll change it and as you notice as the guy gets more and more drunker his english turns more and more to slurred russian it was yeah. really cool like stuff like that and i and like they don't make a they don't make a a um uh they, they, they don't make it like they don't go out of their way to like tell you what what the word translation is mm. because that's not what it's about it's just that they're showing you this visual cue that as he's getting more slurred his mind is not able to keep that 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 english up and i thought that was really a cool way that way you have the you have the the visuals psychedelia and then you have the letters that are all psych so it's just as it a whole book it worked really well together like her hair turns to letters in this one it's all letters and it continues down and around yeah. it's like a lot of fun a lot of fun book good book mayday you sh- I really think you should pick it up. If you're looking for an image book that's not cookie cutter and very different, I think you should try it. It it again, you kind of have to like sort pseudo cold cold war kind of stuff, but I think the uh, the Manson family thing that's adding to it is worth it. It yeah, it's it, it's interesting. It's an interesting combination of various different genres, you know, to to create something new. And that's what this book is. I think I'm actually probably going to read the second one too just to see what happens to these crazy Russians and their and the road trip. And the dead body stuff in the trunk. And the dead trunk. body. Big fat guy stuffed in the trunk. Yep. Very interesting. I think I'd find that in your car. Hey, now. Hey, now. You wouldn't be dead, so, though. So, Invincible Iron Man starts. We'll be reviewing it on the next show. Um, what do you think? Are you excited? I'll, more, but... I'll be reading it. Yeah. Yeah. Bring on Riri. Bring on Riri. And, your, and, and, and her helmet that cornrows her hair is immediately <laughs> when she puts it on. Seriously. Like, how is she really going to, like... Like her hair is so huge. It's like she needs to like she seriously needs to like cornrow it back, you know, and then put the helmet on. Seriously. So I want to ask um you and the Facebook people and the MixLR people. Hello, Facebook people. For some reason we decided to end on a dour note. A dour note. I would rather talk about some more fun books we enjoy. A dour book. This so You picked them. I know. Uh well it was a number one, full killer number one from Marvel. You picked it, Bear. Oh, it was a rough book. Uh, neither one of us really enjoyed it that much. It, it's what did you say in the car? You said uh, we were talking about out of Mercs with a mouth, Deadpool Mercs with a mouth. There's they're all getting these minis or they're all getting new ongoing series. Trade bait. And the problem is that they're all twenty years old plus people that they're more than Z list characters. And you said it works in the Deadpool book because... They're all playing off of each other. Yeah. Like, you can have a book... So, okay. You could have a a book about nobodies sell because it's the interactions of these nobodies that makes it fun. They're different personalities. Yeah. They're different beliefs. That's how they kill people. Superior, uh, Superior Foes of Spider-Man was kind of fun. Um, you had... Well, the, in case in point, you had... Um, Thunderbolts, original Thunderbolts. I mean, that was those were sort of dealist characters that 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 kind of pulled together. West. So this this has been done before. It's just books like Solo, books like Full Killer. They're books that are just marvelous throwing out there into the populace to kind of grab money. That's what they're trying to do, you know. Because well, Mercs, I wouldn't mind giving you money if the story was there, if the quality was there. And and but here's the thing, you drink. can you can 
make a book about anything you fucking want to. Marvel sure as hell has is capable of doing that. It's their properties. The problem, though, is this book, Solo and this one, they, they don't care. They don't care enough to put... You know, an emphasis on this stuff. I mean, I, I don't think Solo is going to make it f- past five issues or not. six issues. But uh, but here's the thing that that, Drink. that they should have done. They should have just said this is a, a mini series. Yeah, this is a mini series. You can check it out. Have a beginning, a middle, and end, and then you go from it. I mean, look at Hyper- Hyperion. Look at Nighthawk. If you had said to people, but you know what? Some people have your way of thinking that they're going to wait for the trade. Now, when you wait for the trade, we already said it earlier in the the program. The money's not going to be there. The support isn't going to be there to get you to a trade sometimes. And that's the thing when when you trade weight. There's a lot of people that don't want to buy the single issues, but those sales depend like the the no, I length, get it. the longevity of a book is going to depend on those sales. I get it. I get it. And I and and I think that Marvel should basically if you, if you want to do if you really want to do a book like Full Killer and a book like Solo, then just do a graphic novel and get it over with. Seriously. See, I agree. I think they should do, do the original graphic, novel. graphic novels. It's not going to take any more time because you don't have to solicit nope. all five or six issues. Nope. You have the creative people work on it. You put it out as soon as you have it. You know, because we order two months in advance, you know. Yeah, do a graphic novel because people people who, what they're trying to help hope But for, don't jack that graphic novel up. No. What they're trying to hope for is that the people that like Merc with the mouth will will see this and be like, "Hey, I know that character. That's full killer. Let's see what his original show thing is." And people will pick up number one. Why not? You know, because they they like full killer or they they, they like full killer's representation within within the Deadpool you know universe and in his book Merc, Merc's with the mouth or whatever. And they're gonna read this and if they like it, great. You know, but if they don't like it, which by and large I think people are gonna like it. Um, this is just me playing. This was my worst. This is so me being devil's advocate. All the number ones. But I'm just saying, like, worst seller. They're gonna get some money off off of the number one. They're, they are because people are gonna check it out just to see what's going on. Most people will do that. I only believe that. But no, issue number two, it's gonna drop. Issue number three, it's gonna drop. Issue number four, it's gonna drop, and it's gonna continue a slowly decline until it's dead. Then they're gonna trade it up, and they're gonna put put it out there for seventeen or fourteen ninety nine or whatever. But yeah. in my opinion, had they just said, okay. We, you know, give this person whoever wrote the writer is. You know, give him. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna give you. Here's 120 pages. Yeah, go go write your story. You have me doing that now. Tie it into tie it into you know Deadpool mark with the mouth and then just go tell your story. Max I, Bemis was yeah, the writer. I would, honestly, I'd rather do that personally. Like if I was to see this book and be like, okay, you know, I'll 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 spend a little money on a graphic novel, but but that's not how they think. They they think that they, they think in terms of the floppy. And I'm like, you, I don't think they should. I think graphic novels are a viable a viable way to do things. But unfortunately, they are putting things out in hardcover first. And which is then, wrong. I think it's wrong. The, the, inter, the in, industry needs to be shaken up and it needs to change. And the way you do that is to actually force things, in, force things in, into, into this new thing. And if they work, great. If they don't work, you change it up. Stuff like this doesn't work in the long term. Marvel Marvel is losing money on Full Killer. Hey, yeah. we want to thank we want to thank Terry Miller. She's the mistress mistress of the mix board. We want to thank Gene Gilmet. He does all our the great drawings you see. And we want to thank Whatever Comics located at 548 Castro Street in San Francisco. Come join us. Like us on Facebook under Whatever Store. 
Go to whateverstoreonline.com, even though you can't buy anything yet. We're working on that. Yay. Um, yes. Uh, thank all, you all for joining us. Yes. Also, Gene Kilmet, uh, you can find his stuff on rltpress.com. That's right. Also on uh, the uh, comic book resources. Uh, the line it is drawn. Yep. He's always on there. He's a featured artist. We love you all. 25 seconds. We will Talk see later. you all Bye. next week. The Geek Chat.